0: Hello, and. <laughs> <laughs> False start right out the bat. Hello, and welcome everyone to What We Know. And today we're going to be doing a medium dive. I don't want to call it a deep dive because I can feel like we could go further and further and further the more time we spend because this is just like a series of tubes that is worse than the internet. Um, we're going to be talking about. Twinfall, the world's largest MMO that's supposed to be coming out in open beta January, this month of this year, it's supposed to be releasing. Uh, My name is Jake uh, and my wonderful and amazing co-host, Sam DeLev, everyone. Um, Let's just kind of get right into it. Um, So Uh, Last year at this time, uh, Quinfall launched uh, a a, a long-form video about their game uh, where they boasted that it was 2,016 square kilometers, which, if you're unaware, that is 10 times bigger than the actual land mass that is World of Warcraft, which has been in creation since the early aughts and has a massive huge team and amazing mega budget so the fact that a game is going to be coming out with 10 times the size of world of warcraft immediately got my attention um and that's what kind of got me interested into the topic because that's huge. How can this? How big is this? Who's who's making is this? The, is this the new Riot MMO? No, it is not. Um, Quinfall is a uh, small uh, game company that is being made by a technology company, which they want you to very specifically know they are not a studio. They are a technology company, uh, and I'm going to butcher the name. Uh, and and I will continue for the rest of this, even though Sam and I, uh, well, specifically Sam looked over and over and over again on how the correct pronunciation was. Um, but Verak, Verak Technologies, uh, uh, decided to make this game. Um, let's just kind of talk about a little bit of the original video uh, before we get into why a lot of people have been starting to talk about that um one it's 10 times the size of world of warcraft that's huge uh you'll be able to uh walk into uh taverns and bars and stores that are ran by other players which that's crazy you'll be able to play board games and mini games inside of those places this is the one that like immediately threw a red flag for me, which is you're going to be able to make your own music in the game.
1: That threw you. Of all the things that threw
0: you. Well of the first things that threw that that didn't throw me. That made me immediately go, there's there's something wrong. There's this is there's something wrong. I immediately knew that this was something. One, there's a couple reasons for this. One, the amount of technology needed to be able to make it so that people can make their own music is in its own industry as a whole, right? Like there are whole entire corporations and companies and, and, and an entire industry dedicated to a, a, like figuring out the best way for people to make music, right? They're going to put all of that into their video game that that's the that's the part that's difficult for me to under like figure out like are are you gonna allow people to connect midi keyboards and play on a keyboard like how are you going like like there's so much so many questions that just immediately blew up in my mind when i saw that
1: look i can play on the piano in overwatch's spawn room does it sound good Absolutely not. I'm shooting the keys on the keyboard. But by the widest possible definition, am I making my own music? Yes. And it is with this spirit, I think, that much of uh, Varric's PR has gone.
0: Yeah. I, I, that that was the first red flag for me, at least. I mean, let me refer to that. The, the giant space, that was a, a, a red flag. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be empty space. Um, well... After they go into making your own music, they then start describing some of the first of the eleven professions that you can have within the game, uh, which include uh, animal husbandry, uh, and and like it goes deep dives into how animal husbandry can get, work and how alchemy works and how all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is really in depth, like really, really, really in depth for a studio I've never heard of to be making this. Um,
1: Maybe you're just disconnected. I mean, clearly, there must be a ton of people working on this game, Jake, and you just aren't in touch with the gaming industry.
0: Very possible. So why don't we take a look uh into the game company itself? Uh, you want to take over? And uh, what, what have we found out about this company?
1: Happily. Varric. Started sometime, depending on your source, between 2019 and 2021. According to some reports, in fact, it's 2017 that it started. But work on this game did begin in 2021. It is not the first game from these makers. There was an earlier, seemingly also an online game called Kara that was targeted toward the Turkish audience and indeed was a Turkish lore-based MMO that got a little play with some sponsored streamers, but we'll get back to that. That game eventually folded before it hit public release while it was still in beta. Thereafter, the studio Branded itself into Arena Game Studio and then into the Varik we know today to commence development on Quinfall. Ostensibly, they have between 51 and 200 employees. So, we really should all be surprised that Jake has never heard of them. Uh, So...
0: A couple things about this one, uh, the 51 to 200 employees that they boast on their LinkedIn account um, is a number in which they choose, it is not anything that can be verified that they have 51 to 200 employees. In fact, on their LinkedIn, they only have nine people that are associated with the company. Now, of course, Companies in varying size don't necessarily require or people don't even necessarily want to be associated with the company that they work for so even if you uh ten times that number uh you're still looking only at ninety employees so if if a tenth of your employees are willing to associate themselves with you uh then you're you're hitting at ninety employees at max um speaking of red flags uh if you go to their website and you scroll through it they have a timeline of of their of their development of of the of the of their company right now the thing that's very weird about this is that the page is very barren like there isn't very much information on the website at all which games that happens sometimes, right? They've got a, a whole section of in-game photos, which is like a nice little gallery, uh, your destination. Okay. But if you go to their parent company website, uh, uh, Varric, right? And you scroll through that, they have a timeline and that's where we got those dates from the uh, them creating Kara online, all of that. But their timeline only consists of five pips, which really, and and multiple pips are like, we started this game, and then we stopped developing it. It got terminated. Why would you put that? as This is your website, and you're trying to promote your company. Why would you be like, we started this online game, and then it was terminated? And be like, this, <laughs> this is the thing that we want to show. Um, also, un, uh, again, five pips. So one of them is starting a game. One of them is that same game being terminated. One of them is creating a video game uh, studio. Uh, called Arena Games Studio. And then it's another one of them is saying, oh yeah, we rebranded from Arena Games to this one. So that's four out of the five pips. And the fifth one is, hey, this MMO, uh, we, we started developing it. That, why have that on, on your your timeline? Or why even have a timeline if you're going to do that? Uh, You scroll further down, they've got a a series of photos from the game itself showing you that it's in progress. And then they have a series of logos of, like, companies and and things that they're using. Uh, They they have the Unity logo twice for some reason. Of the
1: 51 to 200 employees, that's not enough to make a game this size and also have a robust marketing team. So their website isn't the best. I'm sure they've got people who are working really hard developing their assets, right? I'm sure. Um, Let's
0: take a look at that. Um, In fact, they released that 11 minute video and uh, uh, Nguyen uh, posted a video, which uh, the link to their video will be in uh, our description. Uh, They actually go through their original video and show that all of the, not all of the assets, most of the assets that are being used are store-bought assets uh, and not even changed. They're just the same assets just used. So they're making a giant MMO with store-bought assets. I mean, I guess you're keeping the cost down by doing this. It's a
1: big world you'd have to fill it up with so many things but maybe okay fine fine they're not focusing on their art assets that means they're probably putting a lot of effort into their story
0: Mm, uh maybe that's very possible we haven't seen anything really of the story other than the quick little blurb that they have on their website about the game um but like we haven't gotten like a storyline or anything like that like their blurb is literally in this land where wars and chaos live forever life that will determine its fate has changed time once again what the fuck does that mean
1: You should ask the story director who has worked with the company for two years, but also does not list the company in uh, her looking for work posting from a couple of months ago.
0: Yeah, looks like about five months ago they started looking to uh, work in esports, which seems to be what most of their resume is about.
1: You know, I guess they were just that efficient finishing up their work on... Quinn Falls story. So congratulations to them for that. Uh, in truth, this is not some sort of ghost company. We were able to independently verify that they are part of a startup hub associated with a technical university in Turkey. And they are also claimed by a startup investment term- firm, H2O Beyond, Investment which does exist and does invest in companies, sometimes the investors own companies. But I'm sure everything is fine and above board here. What do hmm. you think, Jay?
0: I would love to say that if that were true. Um, except for the fact is, is that there's a lot of really inky connections between the uh founders of, of this company, and buynogames.com, which is a eSports slash, like, skin-selling website, which uh, we found out uh, is actually the reason why there was a ton of Kira Online actual streams that were happening, is because they were actually sponsored by uh, Buy No Games, which um, was selling items in-game for that game.
1: And whose CEO is also a founder at, yes, Farrig Studios. Now, there are a lot of variants of the story where a game studio's ostensible product just doesn't seem to add up. And they can range from the unfortunate but fairly innocent everyone loves the underdog story of whoopsie doodle hello games that had a incredibly wholesome but under media trained ceo who promised the moon and whose company wasn't able to deliver in good faith and who spent years and years and years making that up to the community with update after update eventually becoming one of the most beloved space sci-fi games, No Man's Sky, which absolutely, indisputably holds the title for largest gaming world given that it is an entire procedurally generated galaxy. But we are also equally familiar with less than savory stories. Ones like the day before that must be sitting on a lot of people's minds when they hear stories like that of Quinfall,
0: Yeah, I mean, my mind immediately went to uh, the day before. Since one, it I mean, the company just closed a few days ago, a few weeks ago, I want to say. And so... It's fresh on everyone's mind the game just launched and then turned around and closed its doors and everyone was pointing out that it was an asset flip which a lot of it was and since we're seeing that there is a ton of asset flips in this. It's it's interesting. But I will say that this company is going about it a little bit different than the day before. And the fact that one, they're admitting to it being asset flips. So on their Discord themselves, they actually had a moderator come in here and uh, someone asked the question, or, or they responded to the question, do you use ready-made assets? And their response was yes, while developing the world's largest MMORPG universe, again, they're really pushing home that, that fucking world largest. Uh, Quinfall is 2600 uh, 2016 kilometers squared. We use some some ready-made assets to, uh, to spend more time on general mechanics and content during development. We're being completely transport, uh, transparent with our users with uh, We Act. With the motto that the important thing is not to use ready-made assets, but to have a structure that can use it. So they're coming out and they're admitting, hey, yes, we're, we're, we're using assets, but it's like, it's temporary, which I will say that's, I don't think that that's a terrible thing. Like, (laughs) I, I don't, I don't think that like asset per i mean the reason the assets are for sale on websites is is for this exact reason it's to make things easier for yourself so that you can turn around and make a cooler and more interesting game um I just have a, a, a like i just have a bad feeling because there's just so many red flags so far that like things are not sitting well especially the fact that that I have they <sighs> I have a personal problem with AI, right? And by AI, I mean machine learning, right? Um, and the fact is, is that they are boasting about their AI so much that if you remember, they're a technology company and not a game studio. And that's specifically because they're so proud about their AI and that their AI is what is being used for this entire thing. and and. I have a really big problem with that because very similar to No Man's Sky's release, which is, yes, it's procedurally generated. There are all of these random things and like the world and the universe is so big and so expansive that it's impossible for the developers themselves to even discover the world, right? Which if that's how you're coming in at it and you're like, yes, I'm coming in here and we're creating something and it's all about exploration and finding cool shit. That's interesting because you're saying... You're, you're, you're doing that. But this is supposed to be a game that you could be playing in and being a part of and creating a world. And there's supposedly a story involved. How do you create such a massive world, procedurally generated, and also manage to have a complete story associated with it or enough interesting things to do and not just be like Skyfall or not Skyfall, but uh, Starfield which just recently came out and everyone literally said, this shit is boring as fuck. There's nothing to do here.
1: I wanted to like that game. I'm going to try it again, but it is an excellent example of where procedural generation can come up a little bit dry. And ultimately this does by all accounts seem to be a very small team producing a game commensurate with Mm -hmm. the size of its team when we look at what is produced frankly it looks like an alpha level product that is many many years out from becoming a full-grown game and we just have to put it back into the startup incubator and let it cook for a little longer but we are starting to see this game move into at least a closed beta, which typically bespeaks a level of stability, the existence of well-managed servers that can handle some number of public membership that seems to be a check this game can't quite cash.
0: Yeah, I I agree. There's just a lot of... There's a lot of things that happen with MMOs that aren't just the map, you know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, server stability, animations being correct, uh, you know, once, once we start seeing multiple people in the game playing with each other, like, how that works with people that are international, how that works with people within the state, like... There is just so much technology aspects within it that are outside of, hey, my AI made a cool map, which uh, that's how I kind of feel like is happening is my AI made a cool map and that's it.
1: And procedural generation is awesome. Machine learning, I love, although generative AI trained on other people's assets should go, I agree, Take right to hell. And the truth is that this doesn't seem to be the innocent, not quite cooked game that something like No Man's Sky was. A game like that doesn't have employees who don't seem to work there. And so while there's no version of this that's clearly good faith, it's not clear what actually is going on. We can't say that this is clearly a scam against the public or a scam by Veric Technologies against its investors or some sort of losses and tax write-off or launder for the investors themselves. None of that is clear. And although this nothing we have seen the Speaks a Functional Game, it's also not clear what is even attempting to be achieved with the making of Quinval as we see it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are labeling it a scam, and while I do not believe that it is going to be, one, good, or two, uh, what it actually is setting out to be, I a scam has to have, like, a point in which it's trying to, like, get money from. Like, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, are they trying to scam customers into buying the game? And while they are saying that the only way to get into the open beta is to buy their game and buy it through their website and not through Steam, and the fact that they, they themselves say that there will be no refunds, that could be the only possible way to scam the public. But I feel like there's been enough information that's out there that I feel like it's scamming such a small, microscopic amount of people, or like a, a group of people that are so ingrained into this game being amazing. Like I feel like this is a very, if it's a scam, it's a it, it's it's a not well thought out scam, um, and I, f- I feel like it's more, in reality, it's a small studio that got too big for its britches and uh instead of backing down or trying to make the game better they just are running with it and i feel like that's very much the same thing that happened uh the day before us is that that they weren't really prepared to make video games at least to that scale or that quality and they blew up and now they're instead of instead of like basking in the success and making a cool game they're just like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck, oh, fuck. you know um
1: the truth I, is that making games is hard and making mmos is wildly hard there's a reason why so many of your favorite mmos are made by companies with both the human and financial infrastructure to make them work and there's nothing wrong with wanting, as a recent graduate, like uh, one of the co-founders of Veric Technologies is, to want to make this game, the game that they see that Paul could be, and yet running face first into the concrete wall that is actually developing a full game, particularly of this genre. There's no shame in that but one certainly hopes that upon encountering that difficulty that the game studio then proceeds as graciously as possible and although Varex studios isn't quite there right now i have to just hope that they pull out before it's too late from the rapidly increasing mess that has grown up around them particularly as more and more discussion of this as a scam brings a harsh spotlight on a small studio that may or may not have ever expected quite this much heat
0: yeah we're we'll have to see i mean if something actually comes out about this and like actually happens like we'll we'll do an update uh let us know if you want an update or even care about this entire thing but it is just uh it's i found it so incredibly interesting that i i like I was like, we have to talk about this. And in fact, this episode was supposed to be a weird, weird gaming news uh, episode where I was going to, we were going to talk about like three or four different pieces of weird things that happened that I thought was interesting. Uh, And then uh, when Sam started going through this note, Sam was like, I've, I've decided to deep dive into this and look more into this. And like, we're like searching through Insta, through LinkedIn and discovering who was connected to, it was just, it was wild. Um, So yeah, let us know in the comments if you wanna see an update or if you heard about this at all. Um, Yeah, let us know.
1: Yeah, we will hopefully update if a beta ever really goes live. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, give us a like and subscribe. Let us know what you think of Quinfall in the comments below. Is it a scam? Are there some student devs over their head? Let us know in the comments. You can also catch us on twitch.tv slash Altaven underscore where we stream RPG content. You can also join the Altaven Discord. And if you want to support us, you can do so on ko-fi.com slash Altaven underscore. So keep your scams to a minimum and keep it weird internet.
0: No promises.